Well, well, well. Lucky what's just rode into town. Yeehaw! What a sight! Hey, stranger, what you looking at? Got something to say? I'm not here for justice. I'm done with that life. I'm just looking for a hearty breakfast. That is one sorry-looking creature you've ridden in on. Excuse me? My brother Blondie was just remarking how funny you look on that thing. Well, I think your brother owes my trusty steed an apology. Trusty steed? Billy? <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> my steed doesn't like people laughing. He gets this crazy idea you're laughing at him. He is laughing at him. I'm going to give you one last chance to apologize to Clint. He calls him Clint? <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> hey, you just shot my brother. He wouldn't apologize to Clint. But, but, he's a cow. Nobody's perfect. You know what you are. You're a dirty, rotten son of a... Ah, now, now, language. Prepare to die, you sh... God, you're quick on the draw. I've played a lot of Pictionary. Well, maybe that will teach you some manners. Hey, don't look at me like that, Clint. A friend should always stand up for his friends. Also, they look like right wrong'uns. That one's got a bag mark swag, and that one's got a tattoo that says, I love killing kittens, P.S. I'm not being ironic. What's this gripped in his cold, dead hand? Look, Clint, it's a scrap of paper. It says, the combination is 1903. You're really not meant to write your password down anyway. I guess he really was a bad guy. Still, I'm sure that won't be relevant at any point in the future. Howdy, sugar. Oh, howdy. I see what you did there, sugar. This town could use a defender like you. Sorry, lady, I'm not looking for adventures. <sighs> I'm done with that life. I just got an empty stomach to be dealing with. There must be a saloon in this town. Two blocks down. Thanks. Hey, fella. What's your name? Well, my friends used to call me Yaz, but I don't got none of them no more. What brought a lone stranger like you to a little town like ours? Sorry, I don't talk about my past. Somebody hurt you. Or somebody's. I just don't talk about the reasons I travel alone with nothing more than my six-string and my six-shooter and a six-pack of despair. Okay, then. In fact, I barely speak at all. Oh, that's fine, but... I might feel betrayed by people in my past who let me down, but I never think about it. And you sure as heck won't find me thinking about it out loud, that's for sure. Sure as a cowboy needs eye drops on a dusty afternoon. Okay. I just don't talk much is the gist of what I'm knocking towards. Yeah, I think I got that. But if you really want to know, it all started in a small town called London, England. There lived three men. By day, a fair to middling theatre company. By night, a fair to middling theatre company with an adventure department. If you have a perilous mission that requires cunning and skill. If it seems no one will answer your cry for help. If you can cover insurance costs and all reasonable expenses, there's one fair to middling theatre company you can count on, so strap yourselves in, keep arms and legs inside the carriage, and remove all loose items such as glasses, because it's time for Three's Company's Adventure Department. Episode 8. The Good, the Bad, and the Mediocre. Hello! Hello, Hello and welcome to the Three's Company podcast, an honest look at a life in the theatre. A big welcome to those of you joining the podcast for the first time. And a big sort of awkward, we've met before, half handshake, <laughs> half hug to those who listened to series one. Yeah, last series we battled witches, aliens and murderers, became uh-huh. hard-boiled private eyes. But Yaz and Tom got fused together in a gothic mm-hmm. monster at Christmas and we all died in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> but we're better now. Uh, yeah, obviously the podcast was supposed to involve in-depth discussion of UK fringe theatre, not a 
adventures. And we've listened to our feedback, and in this respect, our audience spoke with one voice. Quite literally, Mm. and all of our listeners agreed you want us to focus more on the theatre stuff. Obviously, everyone's world's been turned upside down now with all the zombies and stuff, but now, thank goodness, we're all edging towards normal life again. Our industry's trying to get back up and running, and we've all been keeping busy between the series. I've just finished playing the role of man who doesn't have car insurance but wishes he does have car insurance. Tom's found a new system to organise his receipts, and Yaz has been... Quite, well, quite busy with his own, you know, little projects. Yeah, right. It's actually quite a special episode because we're coming to you from the good old US of A. And wh- why are you saying it like that? It's just how it's done. Oh, okay. So we're just here in a small tea outside OC, the capital of O. You might be wondering why we're in a tea outside OC in the US of A. We're mostly here to see my play. Yeah, and also maybe some international adventuring and sightseeing. Yeah, but mostly for my play. Yes, Yas has directed a play with, well, with not with us. I convinced the producer to uh, cover their flights, so now my two best friends finally get to see the one-man show I directed. Mm. And although they missed it in London and Edinburgh and Buxton and the regional tour and the preview in Mike's living room, it's all worked out for the best because it means they get to be here for my Broadway debut. It's not technically Broadway. Mm, Sure, technically it's off-Broadway. Really though? Off-off-Broadway. Yes? Off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off-off
Perhaps. Who's asking? I am. Go on. No, I'd, I'd finish that time. And what if it were me? I guess you think you're here to arrest me, eh, lawman? Perhaps. Well, perhaps I'm here to scope you out. Perhaps I'm working out just what side of the Mercury Great Line of Wild Western gentlemen you exist on. Perhaps if I deem you trustworthy, you might just come in handy in this town. And what's in it for me? I am. Um... I am. A yam is in it for you. One of my famous yam breakfasts. Well, perhaps I am kind of hungry. But Sheriff Eli, you've been saving that yam for a special occasion! But perhaps I ain't too sure what a yam is. Perhaps you might like it. Perhaps. It's like a kind of sweet potato! But first I need to know if I can trust you. And I just don't know that I do. Well, I don't know that I trust you, Sheriff. Hey, now, why don't you two fellas just have a drink? Here, on the house! Two whiskeys coming up! There we go! You're supposed to stand down there, Ian. I don't understand why you can't just give it to me. That was my last glass as well. Woo-hee, what a day. Who killed him? Who was it? Oh, no. That's Madame Van Cleef's oldest son, Wyatt. Someone just shot two of his brothers. Ah. Right. Which one of you? No, no, don't stop on my account. I really shouldn't put that honky-tonk piano extension cord in front of those doors. So, which one of you killed my brothers? That big fella's Wyatt. And the gentleman the size of a house next to him? Well, that's his brother, Jesse. <sighs> yeah, when we find out who it was, we're gonna tear them apart like Ma's pet coyotes at feeding time. I shot your brothers. What? Wait, what are you doing? They were being rude to my cow. That ugly, raggedy-looking dung sack of bones tied up outside! Or Clint, as I call him. Now, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to apologize as well. I'm gonna pull your arms off, you murderous swine! Ow! That really hurts. Come on, fellas, I don't want to have a brawl in this nice bar room. Ow! All right then. Ow. Maybe some uh, fighting music, barkeep? Yes, sir. Wow, you got a powerful right hook. Sorry, I forgot I had that in my hand. Hey, you just smashed a chair over me. I'm gonna kick seven shades of shit. Ow. Whoa, this furniture breaks really easily. <laughs> Hey, Jesse, not very sporting to hit a man with a table when he's not looking. Knuckle sandwich for you, sir. And what would you like, Wyatt? A uh, bottle sandwich? Hey, put me down. You go over there for a minute. Hey, now i got no drinks, no glasses, and no furniture. I just own a room with some people in it. Hoo-wee, I knew I shouldn't have opened up today. Finish him off, Jesse. Stranger, look out. What? Oh, God! You just shot Jesse! I don't want to kill you as well, so just run along now. Three dead brothers is just about enough for one day. I'm gonna tell my mom on you! Stranger, that was incredible. My name is Yaz. If you can stand up to evil like that, then maybe, just maybe, you're a man to trust. Old Madame Van Cleef and her boys are the scourge of this town. Maybe you and me could work together. I work alone. But perhaps behind that hard, cold exterior, you're actually a fella who could use a friend. I am. Thought so. Not a fella who could use a friend. I don't need friends. <sighs> I'm done with that life. Perhaps you need a new friend to help you heal. Perhaps. Perhaps in time we can learn to trust each other and open up and break down the outdated model of masculinity that taught us not to feel and go riding by the creek and camp out under the stars and develop a beautiful lifelong friendship that makes us both better men. Perhaps. 
But what does a sheriff like you need from a no-good son of a cactus like me? It shames me as a sheriff. But old Madame Van Cleef controls this town. No food wagons get in or out without her say-so. But rumor goes she's planning to rob a train. There's something so valuable on that train she's going to throw all her boys at it. And that's when I'll get them. I gotta find out about that train, Yaz, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. How do I know I can trust you? I'm the sheriff of this town. Round these here parts, good guys is good guys, and bad guys is bad guys. And anyone telling you anything other is just trying to overcomplicate things or sell you a color TV. Alright, I'll help you out, Sheriff, but don't for a minute think it's because I'm looking for a friend. You find me that information. Bring them in, dead or alive. I'll probably go for alive. I don't know how I could do it if I was dead. What's your plan, sir? Maybe I could infiltrate their gang. I've got my dressing up box with me. Boy, am I glad you rode into town today. Here, take this. The Tin Star. You're now officially a deputy, Yaz. Wow, thanks! That's nearly as good as being a full Yaz. Okay, let's find out what these Van Cleefs are up to. Don't worry, Clint, it's me, Yaz. I'm in disguise. Yeah, I know, it's good, isn't it? I think the moustache and the eye patch really make it. Mm. Now, Clint, they know what you look like too, so we'll need to get you in disguise as well. Luckily, I've got our old pantomime cow costume. No. Hold still, Clint. We'll get you in. No. Don't be silly. You look great. Right, off we go. No. Pretty spectacular countryside, eh, Clint? So beautiful, I don't think it's even possible to describe it. Well, Clint, you put it pretty well, actually. <sighs> Goodness, I feel funny inside. Must be the hunger. I really hope those bandits have some food. No, I'm not missing my friends. I'm an emotionless, gun-toting anti-hero, and emotionless, gun-toting anti-heroes do not need friends. Oh, apart from you, Clint. You're aces. Funny you should ask, Clint. It's actually quite an interesting story. Fortunately, I borrowed that nice lady's flashback chimes. So... We had just started our podcast when all of a sudden we were interrupted by... Yeah, I suppose you could say that. You fellas decided what you want to eat? Oh, thank goodness. I am starving. I've been holding off eating anything for the last week so I could really experience American cuisine. What? Could I get the spaghetti carbonara? Yes, that's not... Oh, sorry, sorry. The Italian carbonara. Sorry, we're actually just in the middle of recording a podcast. But I would like some food. Podcast? Oh, I just love your British accent. Thank you very much. Oh, I just love your British politeness. It's quite a big deal, actually. Oh, I just love your British sense of superiority. That is just so adorable, honey. So, yes, the pasta and maybe... Say... Do you fellas know that funny-looking gentleman over there? The one dressed all in black and sat alone? I don't think so, should we? No, it's just he keeps looking at you, honey. But I don't have any honey! Oh, now he's coming over. Just pretend you don't know him. We don't know him. Howdy! You boys looking for adventure? Well, generally, it's just we're in the middle of a podcast at the moment. Sorry. And we're going to order some breakfast if that wait... Where's she gone? What sort of adventure? I'm from the U.S. Marshals Department. I'm on the hunt for someone. She's a wild spirit. Could be hiding out anywhere. That, that is quite a good adventure. It just happens, strange and mysterious man, that our theatre company has an adventure department. But we probably don't have time. My play's on tonight. This adventure might involve danger. Danger? Ha! 
My middle name is Peter. That's true. Guys, my play. It'll be fine, Yaz. Listen, strange, mysterious man dressed in black. Before we agree to help you on this adventure, we do have two rules. One, we won't kill anyone, so don't ask. And two, we can't make anyone fall in love with you. That's creepy. Michael, no, those are the rules for the genie in Disney's Aladdin. Sorry, I'm always mixing those up. What are our rules, then? No spitting, no shouting. Oh, yeah. No running, no bombing, no petting. No, that's swimming pools. Oh, yeah, I'm always mixing those up. Guys, we just have one rule, remember? No hot ashes. That's bins. Oh, don't talk about adventure departments. That's fight club. Don't repeat yourself in adventure departments. That's parodies of fight club. Love thy neighbour. That's Jesus of Nazareth. Also, the TV soap, Neighbours. Okay, maybe we don't have any rules. We're rebels. No, we just have a more of an outcomes-based teleological morality. Ain't no morality in them dare hills, let me tell you. Which where hills? Them dare. Just up that dear path. Past these dear trees and those primroses. That leads to the wilderness of the nasty north. Head through the ungoverned territory of the evil east. Um... Then the suitably safe south. Oh, good. Then you'll reach the wildest of all the Wild West. So wild, it don't conform to any sort of compass. Sorry, where is it? Was that not clear? Here, on the map, just there. Oh, yeah, I see. This does sound exciting, but we will be back in time for my play, right? Yeah, of course. I'm sure we will, Yaz. Because this is the last chance you'll get to see it. Stop worrying, Yaz. We'll not miss your very weird play. Okay, mysterious man in black. Let's get going. There's no time to lose. But breakfast! We'll get something on the way. Sorry, Clint. Got carried away. This must be it. Hold it right there, street. All right, all right, lads. No need to point your guns at me. Ma, we got an intruder. I'm here to join you. Join us? Who are you? Strange looking stranger. You must be Madame Bankley. My name is um, Billy Bobby Barry Bartholomew, um, the kid. And this is my trusty steed, um, Klimt. Yeah, that's right. Gustav Klimt. What makes you think we'd want the likes of you? I bought references? Oh, well, in that case... No one ever checks references. Sonny, get Billy Bobby Barry Bartholomew the kid some soup. Let me introduce you to my boys. This is Rooster. All right, nice to meet you, Rooster. Stranger. And this is my youngest, Sonny. Howdy. Sonny, were were you the one who was going to get me some soup? And the rest of my boys are out on a mission for me. Oh, what are you up to? There's a train coming in tomorrow, just before noon. There's a safe on board. In that safe is a thing of such power. More powerful than you could possibly imagine. Really? Because I've imagined a tiger with sharks for hands. My boys are out finding the combination as we speak. Your sons are finding the combination to the safe. Well, that is interesting. What is in the safe? Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) Yes? So, uh, about that soup? Ma! Ma! Wyatt! Uh Ma, it's... Wait! Who's this? This is the newest member of our outlaw band. Howdy, partner. Mighty fine pleasure to make your acquaintances. Why have you changed your accent? I haven't. Wyatt, where are the boys? Where's Jesse? Why aren't Blondie and Billy with you? That's just it, Ma. They're dead. (gasps) Dead? A stranger. He he rode into town and he killed them. Did you have the combination? Billy found the combination, but he he, he didn't tell us why it was. Damn! I might just head off. Wait. You! 
I recognise you. Hey, get off my eye patch. Leave my moustache alone. It's him, Ma. He killed them. He's a stranger. And yeah, that's his cow. Only for some reason it's wearing a cow costume. I think that might be my cue to leave. Can I take some soup with me? Ow, ow, ow. Note to self, you cannot carry soup with your bare hands. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. Oh, welcomed you into my family. We shared our plans. We gave you soup. Actually, I didn't get any. Get him, boys. Come on, Clint. We best be off. <clears throat> hey, you said his name was Clem. Hi ho, Clinty, and away. Yeah. Come on, yes. How long does it take to infiltrate an outlaw gang and gain their trust and find out what they're plotting? About three pages of dialogue, Sheriff. Excellent escaping, Clint. What have you found out? The train gets in just before noon. They're going to rob the safe on board. And the combination? Wait. Why do you need to know the combination for the safe? Um, sorry, Sheriff Eli, but I think you might be accidentally pointing your gun at me. Better tell me that combination, yes. Well, paint my wagon, you're a baddie. I did not see that coming. Ow, 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 that really hurts. I'll keep filling you full of holes until that combination leaks out of you. I'm gonna rob that train, yes. <laughs> for the love of God, stop shooting me. Ow. Give me the combination. No. I thought we were friends. Friends? <laughs> Who do you think I am? Michael and Tom? What do you know about Michael and Tom? <laughs> I know plenty. I'm going dizzy. I hope I can still pull my gun out of the thing it's kept in fast and then you can shoot me. You mean draw? Oh God, right in the heart. This is how it ends. No, wait, the bullet's lodged in my sheriff badge. Ha! Damn it. But the badge is now embedded in my heart. Oh, this won't stop me! Oh! Okay, looks like it might stop me for a little while. Time to make my patented escape, I think. Come on, Clint. Come back here, yes! As God is my witness, I will get that combination! Good boy, Clint. Keep going. God, I'm losing a lot of blood. Uh, what did he mean about Tom and Mike? Oh, it's all going dark. I'm feeling... Feeling very... Will Yaz survive the evil sheriff shooting? Will Michael and Tom turn up in the story? Will Clint ever be recognized as the trusty steed he is? Find out after this. Howdy, I'm Dottie Partridge. I sure hope y'all enjoying the show. Here's a little something I put together for your interval entertainment. This is the Ballad of Yaz, the hero of our story. But his mind's on other things, alas, yet he'd prefer a Knickerbocker glory. He's got your Brenner's cool, yeah. Learned all about him at drama school. He rivals James Stewart's charms with his super, super muscly arms. With the honor of Gary Cooper, he could battle any stormtrooper as smooth as Steve McQueen. His legs so long and lean, he's a five-pound loving machine, but he could make you scream. Oh, fellas, you know what I mean? Woo! Who needs brains when you got brawn? What I would give to watch him mow the lawn. Such a fine mind, gentlemanly form. Woo-hoo! Thank you very much.
And now back to the show. Oh, Tom, Mike, I. Uh... I think he's coming round. Oh. Well, well, howdy, sugar. Oh, what? Where am I? Ow! Careful, you're still in pretty bad shape. Ugh. Chaos, pass me the water. I don't like this Leona. I don't trust him. Here, have a sip of this. <laughs> Thank you. God, I am hungry. You and me both, sugar. He's a looker, this one, Leona. I like him rugged and bruised and shot in both legs. You know me. Don't get overexcited, Annie. You know what happened last time. He had a good time, though. <laughs> I'd just like it known that I am not emptying that spittoon again. How you feeling, sugar? Wait, you? Leona Sergio, you run the, uh, the Pleasure Palace, was it? You, you saved me. Certainly did, sugar, and these are my girls. Butch Cass there, and that's old Annie in the rocking chair. I think you could do with something to lift your spirits. I'm happy to oblige. On the house, of course. You mean, on the roof? I'm sure a bit of fun would speed up your recovery, sugar. Janie, come in here. Yes, Leona? This is Jane. She's my best girl. Careful now, Janie. I think it's his first time. Don't worry, I'll go slow. What kind of things do you like? You know, I think I'm okay, thanks. Gosh, what a day. When I woke up this morning, I did not think I was going to be saved by prostitutes in the Wild West. Excuse me? What did he just say? No, I said I didn't think I'd be in the Wild West being saved by prostitutes. Pass me my ear trumpet, Cass. You say that again, young man. Uh, I said I didn't think I was going to be saved by prostitutes in the Wild West because you saved me and we're in the Wild West and you're prostitutes. Ah, Yaz was saved by you, prostitutes, in the Wild West. Why are you looking at me like that? Am I saying it wrong? Prostitutes. Sir, we are not prostitutes. I own the local amusement arcade. Leona Sergio's Pleasure Palace. Oh, I am so sorry. I... <laughs> you must be so embarrassed. <laughs> Oh, my dentures. Don't worry. You're not the first to have made that mistake. But I stand by my use of language. Any misunderstanding is attributable to the reader. That's an interesting view of semantics. Tell me, Sugar, why are you here? And who are Tom and Mike? What? You were saying their names in your sleep. I don't speak about my feelings, okay? I'm too broken and tough and sexy to do that. I get by by pushing them down so deep that they leak out of the holes in my cowboy boots as I walk slowly off into the sunset. I'm a lone wolf, you see. A single koala. A solitary aardvark. Okay, never mind. But if you really want to know, could I borrow that necklace? Um, sure. I thought you said this coach had its own stage. I said it was a stagecoach. Well, I don't see where they're going to perform anything in here, unless it's an immersive production. In which case, they've really captured the uncomfortable experience of sharing a small horse-drawn carriage with a bunch of strangers down to a tee. I can't believe it doesn't have an onboard shop. I'm starving. Look at the view. Are we sure this is going to work out, timings-wise? Uh, hey, driver, are we still on time to get to Nowheresville before 4pm? Mumble, mumble, mumble. What did he say? It's okay. I'm familiar with the beautiful language of screen acting. We should be there by four. Ah! Oh god, the wheel has just come off. Oh, we all need to get off. 
It's gonna take trailside assistance about half a day to get out here to change the wheel. What? Nowheresville's about 80 horse minutes hard riding that way, but it's a few hours walk to Nowhere's town and there's a coach house we can wait at. But if we head back now, we can still make the show, right? By my calculations, uh, we're walking, we'd arrive about two days after the end. But the end is the best bit. Oh, sorry, Yaz. Maybe we could catch it another time. This was the last performance. I don't believe it. All this time, all this effort, and now you're never going to see my show, are you? Why didn't we just hire a car like I suggested? That would have cost a fistful of dollars. Oh, 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 I see. And you don't think seeing my play was worth a few dollars more? Yes, I'm really Zorro. We missed your play. It's a real shame. Okay, you're forgiven. But it was justified. Right, now you're unforgiven. Michael's right. It was only one of your silly maverick side projects. You guys have no respect for my work. You've always been so hostile about it. And I've had enough. I'm leaving. You can't just walk off, Yaz. This is no country for old men. This is a lawless, godless and forsaken area. We should find this woman and finish the adventure. We have a duty to this total stranger we just met. But what about your duty to your friends? Huh? I just wanted you to see my show, but you couldn't do it, could you? You haven't even read Dead Redemption, the script. Yes, because we were focused on the theatre company. We used to be three amigos. Hell or high water, nothing would keep us apart. But now you're always so desperado to spend time on other projects. Well, maybe I like working with people who don't treat me like Deadwood. And where does that leave us, hmm? You want to be a Lone Ranger, Yaz? You think you can be a Lone Star without us? Oh, Rio Bravo, there you go again, undermining my work. What is your problem? I am sick, Ario, to death of it! Maybe we're not Wild Wild West about you doing all these other projects because we don't want to lose you. We have so little time. We're barely holding the theatre company together and we can't assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford to lose you. It's too late. You should have taken me seriously. I've got a raw hide from that journey. Sorry, that's the best I've got. Forget it. Where are you going? Something's broken. I trusted you guys, but you've broken my innocent, cheerful spirit. You've jaded me. I'm off to find some breakfast and never rely on anyone ever again. Howdy. Yes. 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 Howdy means hello, not goodbye. Sorry, no good, stupid friends. I'm never going to have friends again or do any more adventures or podcasts or or theatre. Stupid friends. Sorry, I'm really confused. Me too. It feels like you're telling the story from somewhere in the middle. What? I wasn't asleep. Ah, yes. I suppose I really should have started from the beginning, seeing as some of you weren't around for the other bits of flashback. Sorry. You see, it all started in in a a small town town called London, England. It's all right. I think we got the gist. Oh, look, Post. Bill, Bill, Bill. We really must forward on Bill's mail. There's a flyer. Looks like the sheriff's putting on another hanging. Nothing he likes more than hanging some poor hungry down on his luck regular Joe. God, he is the scourge of this town. I thought the Van Cleefs were the scourge of this town. Oh, they're all in it together. The Van Cleefs steal the food whenever it comes in, and Eli takes his cut and keeps up the pretense of law and order. If anyone complains, the sheriff's men pay you a visit and beat you with a stick. It's a racket. Okay, it's a racket rather than a stick, but I don't think that's important. Between them, they have the citizens of this town clamped in the palm of their hands. So who's that no-good son of a gun hanging this time, Cass? It says, four to be hanged, including two out-of-towners. Wait, let me see. 
Mike and Tom. Oh my God, the sheriff has them. He's going to hang Mike and Tom. Your friends must have come here to find you. And that no good son of a sheriff captured them. What do I do? The sheriff is going to execute them to lure me out and get the combination. Combination? For a safe on a train. It's got something incredible inside it. Something with unimaginable power. What's in the safe? Ah, wouldn't you like to know? Yes. Really, me too. If the Van Cleefs and Eli both want what's in that safe... Whatever it is can't be good. Well, the hanging party starts in half an hour. Hanging party? Yeah, the town throws a big celebration. All the folk from ten different counties make the long trip for a hanging. Right. You gonna go save your friends? No. What's that, sugar? I haven't got any friends. All my friends have betrayed me. Didn't you hear my story? I'm a lost soul. A betrayed wanderer. A man with no name. I thought his name was Yes. Are you telling me you would prefer to let your friends die so that you can stay like this? Wandering from event to event with no purpose, carrying the weight of the relationships you've lost, crushing it down into a ball of pain and bitterness, putting on an outward show of outdated masculinity, whilst at your core you're just a scared little boy? Yes, that is exactly what I want. Are you sure? No! No, you're right, I've got to rescue them. They may have caused me pain, but I will overcome that pain. I will! Ow! Fuck! Okay, it might be a bit harder to also overcome the pain of being shot five times. We'll help you. You will? As well as running the local amusement arcade, we're also semi-professional adventurers. Bloody brilliant. We've been waiting for the perfect moment to liberate this town. We've been in training. Cass here's the best gunslinger there is. Ow, you threw your gun at me. Salon. Annie here's an expert with a whip. My knife throwing skills are legendary. And Janie here... Well, she's just drop-dead gorgeous. Just? Just gorgeous? I've got a master's and three PhDs. And I'm a trained martial arts instructor. Isn't she lovely? Oh, The four of us will help you get your friends back. And while we're at it, we can rid this town of the evil sheriff and his outlaw pals once and for all. What do you say, girls? Sounds fun. I'm in. I'm not doing anything else today. Says on the flyer they've hired 40 of the county's best gunmen to be on guard. How will we ever get past 40 gunmen unnoticed? Clint, you're a genius. That's it. How did I not notice there was a cow in the room? Right. Pass me that dressing up box. Rootin' tootin'. Hubba. Hubba. Good morning to you. Howdy do. Oh, what a super day time. The cowmen and the farmers are aglow. We've come with our wagons in Surrey to a hanging. We can't say no. To a hanging. We can't say no.
Nice day for it, don't you think? To be hanged? Got to keep positive, Tom. There are a lot of people come to watch. Nice to have a good audience. You know, it can be very hard to crack the American market. Yeah. Looks like they're enjoying themselves. Those seven brothers were having a great time over there with those seven brides. Better than seven grooms won't be happy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great pleasure as sheriff of this town to announce the local hanging party open. Unfortunately, I have to dash, but before I go, please put your hands together and welcome your favorite executioner and mine, Al P. Point. Thanks, Sheriff. Great town you got here. Don't you guys have the best, Sheriff? Thank you. So nice to be here. Okay, okay, guys, guys, that's enough. Haven't we got a hanging to do? I'm sorry I'm late. I didn't mean to keep you hanging around. Great. Okay, well, let's meet our victims. So who do we have here, ladies and gentlemen? Winston the Walloper! So, Winston, your crimes are as follows. Murder, fraud, resisting arrest, arson, robbery with the intent to harm, robbery without the intent to harm, but the intent to be rude, graffiti, funny graffiti, surrealist graffiti, perjury, plagiarism, driving to Barnard Castle, treason, and stealing Mrs. Bassett's squash? Barry the Butcher, your crimes are not owning a gun. Odd priorities, this country. What's that I hear? A British accent? Oh, Gogna, nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, so, Tom, Michael, you British brigands, your crimes are as follows. Not being from round here. That's hardly fair. Don't worry, boys. You'll get the hang of it. <laughs> it's a zinger, right? Don't worry. I'll keep you in the loop. <laughs> I'm too much. And now it's time for our pre-hanging show. I know you were expecting another installment of Donald the Farter and his amazing political satire, but unfortunately he's been, well, he's been mysteriously knocked unconscious. Aww. But never fear, a replacement act was surprisingly available, and boy, oh boy, are you in for a treat. Would you please welcome the amazing ladies of I Can't Can't Believe It's Not Can Can! <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of name Yas would come up with. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they're really good. Yeah, that big cow-looking one is a really good dancer. Isn't she? Wait, I'd recognise those ankles anywhere! It's Yaz! He's come to rescue us! Now! Yaz! Ah! That can-can dancer just threw a knife at me! Hey! And that one just threw a gun at me! Slunk! Ah! Gotcha! That manly-looking one just shot me! Oh, what a gig. Literally dying on stage. Gotta pull the execution lever. Must finish the job. Wow. Oh, these nooses are really tight. Nooses? Really? Is that the plural of noose? Not the time, Tom. Oh no, Tom, Mike, we're coming to save you. Oh, that would be great, thanks. God, uh, Leona, can you cut them down with your throwing knives? They're pretty far away. I thought you 40 gunmen were supposed to be helping out here. Janie, don't. Why don't you distract them with your incredible beauty? Why ain't she just up curious when she's angry? Yes! Got it! Leona, please, try. Okay, here goes. 
Ow, my leg! Bit higher, Leona. A lot higher, please. <laughs> Leona, you did it! What can I say, honey? This ain't my first rodeo. That was last year. It was a lovely day. Tom, Mike, run! Everyone, behind this cart! You too, Clint. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad we found you. I found you? Yeah, but we were coming to find you when we got captured, so, so technically we have completed our objective. It's good to see you, Yaz. I wish I could say the same about you. Oh, go on then. Okay, nice dress, Yaz. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Leona, Kath, Jane and Annie. Howdy. 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 And howdy. Uh, Yaz, why have you got a cow with you? I'm a cowboy and his name is Clint. Hi, Clint. Mm. That means howdy. Do you have a plan to get us out of here? Well, there are seven of us. Magnificent. Eight if you include Clint, which I do. But there's 40 of them! Only 34 now. She just threw a gun at them. Slung. 33! Surely that's not very cost-effective. That's it, that's the train. Go! Get out of here! I'll hold off the gunman! No, we all stay together. You'll never stop the sheriff if you don't go now! Cass is right. I'll stay with her. Leona, go. We'll be okay. I'm so sorry, Leona, but we have to catch that train. You're never normally this eager to be on time. Leona? You're right. We have to stop Eli. Okay, everyone, hop on Clint. <coughs> Bit rude, Clint. Mike's not that fat. You'll be fine. Go on, get out of here. Okay, good luck. Annie, get your gun. Cass, sling him hell. I love you. Everyone, jump on Clint. Let's go. Yeah. Well, they got away. So that leaves two of us and 30 of them. Oh, good. For a moment there, I thought we were in trouble. Give him hell, Annie. There they go. I hope they'll be all right. Oh, my girls. Wow, that, that was weird. What? I swear they just freeze-framed. Come on, Clint. I can see the train there, down in the ravine. How are we going to get on the train from all the way up here? Come on, Clint. Jump. Listen, Jazz. You are not going to make the cow jump onto the top of a speeding train from the top of this ravine. No, you're right. I'm not going to make Clint do anything. We're partners. Fancy a challenge, Clint, me old mucker? Mm. a boy. Here goes! Yeah! Ah! Ah! And now, we're on the roof of the train. Good. Eli will be here somewhere. Madam Van Cleef said the safe is on this train. Oh yes, look, there's three of her sons now coming towards us with guns. Okay, we've been in worse scrapes than this. True, but not worse scrapes than this on top of a moving train. We need to get past the Van Cleefs. Well, look who it is. It's that good-for-nothing scoundrel and his stupid, ugly cow. Looks like our old pal's got some new pals. Oh, no, no. I I've known Mike and Tom for ages. We actually wrote our first play for our youth drama group when we were 14. You should be ashamed, you rogue. Yeah, yeah, the reviews weren't great, but come on, we were 14. Hey, I was just trying to have a conversation with them, Leona. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. Come on, everyone. Get into the carriage. <laughs> Down you go, everyone. Here you are, Yaz, if I just pass you Clint. Yep. After you, Jay. Go on, Tom. It's quite a big drop. We've just been in a gunfight, then ridden a cow off a ravine onto a speeding train. Yeah, fair point. 
Welcome aboard the 1150 to Yummy, calling it Frisbee and Consternation City. And a warm welcome to those passengers joining us on the roof by cow. Hi. Please note, outlawry is prohibited in all our station houses, platforms and trains, and carries a maximum sentence of hanging from the neck until dead, and a minimum sentence of hanging from the neck until displeased. Please make use of our dining car, which is now open, serving a selection of hot and cold whiskies. Please don't make use of the secret safe, which is located in coach four of this eight-coach train. Well, that's convenient. Oh, and here's the safe. Hold it right there, fellas. Ah, Madam Van Cleef, good to see you again. No, you hold it right there. Oh, hello, Sheriff Eli. Not good to see you again. Eli, I knew I shouldn't have trusted you. What happened to honor amongst thieves? I stole it. Now yes, tell me the combination to the safe, or your friend Tom gets it. Don't you point your gun at Tom. Hey, don't you point your gun at me. Uh, pardon me. You know the combination to the safe? Tell me the combination, or your friend... Sorry, what's your name? Michael. Or your friend Michael gets it. Hey, don't you point your gun at me. Well, you're pointing yours at Mike. Um, Jane... Why are you pointing your gun at me? I'm gonna take what's in that safe. Hang on, you're a baddie as well. Jane, sugar, surely not. What, did you think I was just really beautiful, Leona? Maybe you won't underestimate me again. Now give me the combination or Leona gets it. Right, can everyone please stop double-crossing each other? Tom, quick, point your gun at Jane. All right. Stop, stop, nobody shoot, okay? Calm down. Looks like we have a bit of a Mexican standoff here. That's not very culturally appropriate, Yaz. Well, you think Mexican people are the only ones who point guns at each other? Sorry, is it Italian standoff? No, spaghetti standoff. No, a Mexican carbonara. How about we just have a Mexican sit down and a Mexican grown-up discussion? Never. How about some Mexican formal arbitration talk? Stop saying the word Mexican, Michael. You're a bit Mexican standoffish, Tom. What the hell is in that safe that everyone's so worked up about? Who wouldn't? you like to know? Yes! I think I've worked it out. It must be the supercomputer that runs the robot amusement park. What? This is all a robot amusement park gone wrong, right? No. Oh, so what is in there then? A legend as old as this land. The sausage and egg MacGuffin. What? Sausage and egg MacGuffin? Uh-huh. MacGuffin. An item with the power to give unlimited breakfasts to the bearer. With it in my control, my gang can sell breakfast to this town for any price we like. Forever! Listen here, I'm the one who's going to extort this town, while you rot in jail for trying to extort this town. Sorry to interrupt, but should I be pointing my gun at anyone? (gasps) Yeah, maybe you should have been, sugar. Jane? You just killed Leona! Oh, God, why? One less body getting in the way. Never liked her in her stupid arcade anyway. And now I point my gun at you, Yes, and the chain is complete. Oh no, why do all my friends betray me? Do you think we betrayed you, Yes? What? If you boys have quite finished your group therapy session, is there anybody left not pointing their gun at someone? No, I think that's everyone. It's just hard to keep track on radio, isn't it, when you can't actually look at people? You, you're allowed to look at the people, yes. Oh, yep, sorry. Yes, if you've been recording this whole time. Yeah, I thought I might edit it together as a sort of memory flashback thing. Well, you guys shut up! I'm taking what is in that safe. No, I am. No, I am. No. I Oh my god! The man in black from the diner all that unspecified time ago! Oh, come on! 
But what are you doing here? Yeah, what exactly are you doing here, Gerald? Hang on, you know him. I asked these boys to find you, Claudia. Oh, for God's sake. It could never work out with us, all right, Gerald? I am an outlaw. You work in accounts. Accounts? You said you work for the US Marshal Department. I'm their accountant. I know you think I'm boring, Claudia. I was gonna steal the MacGuffin to win you over. I snuck into the office and memorized the combination for the safe. So you know the combination? <laughs> then it's time for me to take what's mine. Never! No! Wait! No! Oh, thank God. My deputy badge stopped the bullets. Are you alright, guys? Tom? Yeah, I'm okay. Mike? I'm here. I'm, I'm fine. Jane's... Well, hasn't got a head anymore, so I think she's dead. Yeah, the man in black isn't looking too intact either. Oh, Gerald. I am so sorry. It would never have worked out between us. It definitely won't now. Looks like Sheriff Eli's been shot in the heart. Oh, at least we don't have to worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> Madam Van Cleef, are you... Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the destruction that sausage and egg MacGuffin brings. All this death, this double crossing. Oh, my dear foolish Gerald. I realize now I was wrong. No one should have the power of unlimited breakfasts. It is too dangerous, too unpredictable for mere mortals. Oh, I'm pretty hungry. No. <laughs> I must turn over a new leaf. The town deserves to progress like the rest of the United States. I am going to get this town back on an equal footing with the rest of this gun-toting, capital-punishment-loving, racist, patriarchal country. Hang on. Where's the sheriff's body gone? Howdy. Ah! How? The bullet bounced off my sheriff's badge that had been previously embedded in my heart. Then it ricocheted and hit me in the thigh where it bounced off my whiskey flask. Then it ricocheted again and embedded itself millimeters from my cardroid artery in this book of film tropes I carry around with me. Put your weapon down. There's nowhere to go. Give me the combination, yes, or your pal gets it. What do you mean? Mike and Tom are fine. Oh no, you don't mean them, do you? Okay, okay, you win, Sheriff. Put the gun down. Look. Oh no. Oh, no, I think I dropped the paper with it on during the gunfight. Please, Sheriff, please, no! No, Clint! Be nice knowing you fellas. See ya! I'm going after him. It's, it's not worth it, Yaz. Clint was great, but he was just a cow. A cow who came to me in my hour of need. A cow who saved both of your lives. And a cow who wouldn't walk out on me in the middle of the Wild West. No, no, he was loyal. I'm not certain he has his forgiveness yet. Sheriff! Sheriff, there's nowhere to run. Well, here we are, just you and me, yes. That's what this all comes down to. Your friends don't really care about you. You killed Clint. You owe him an apology. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. The clock's ticking, yes. Come on, let's get this done. Once and for all. When the clock strikes twelve. Very well. When the clock strikes twelve. One. Two.
too. I've only got one bullet left in my chamber. How about you, Sheriff? Well, to tell you the truth, in all this excitement, I kind of lost track myself. Sorry, Eli. I guess you gotta ask yourself. I don't mean to interrupt you. One question. Not while you're soliloquizing. Do I feel lucky? It's just... Well, do you? Yes. Right actor, wrong genre? What? Oh, hi, Noon. Uh, good shot. Yes. That was for Clint. You bastard. Nice of Madame Van Cleef to lend us these horses. So this definitely beats walking home. I really wish we'd seen your show, Yaz, but really I do. Me too. Do you think you'll ever find it in your heart to forgive us? I don't know. Do you think you'll have found it in your heart to forgive us by next episode? Oh, I expect so. Do you want to talk about Clint? No, not really. Because you're a strong and silent type? No, just too sad. Well, we're, we're here whenever you're ready. I guess for three people who have a podcast, we're not exactly very good at talking to each other. Oh, God, the podcast. We forgot. Where did we get to? Uh, I was just in the middle of describing my breakfast, I think. How did Yaz's rambling about breakfast lead to 13 people and one cow dead? Well, after I got off the stagecoach, I found myself in the middle of a huge cattle drive, coming down off the foothills of the Wichita Mountains. Hang on! Where did you get those chimes? Funny you should ask, actually. It all started when... Uh, Yaz, maybe you could tell us over breakfast. Breakfast? Look, on the horizon, a diner! We'll buy you breakfast and you can tell us the rest of your story. Oh, look, the sun setting red and gold over the desert hills. If we ride off now, we can still give the podcast a great ending. You realise no one listening can see that? Oh, well. Ready? Ready. Hi! Ow, the sun's in my eyes. Why on earth would you suggest riding into the sun? Next time on Three's Company's Adventure Department. This night just gets to me. I accidentally saw a really scary grown-up Halloween movie when I was a little kid and it scarred me for life. What did you see? Saw. Sorry, what did you saw? No, that's what I saw. I'm confused. What did you see? Saw. A seesaw. Oh, God. You just saw a seesaw? Whoa, don't saw a seesaw. That'll break. No, no, no. I saw, saw. Three's Company's Adventure Department. Screech, a Halloween episode, recorded live at the Buxton Festival Fringe! You have been listening to Three's Company's Adventure Department, the good, the bad and the mediocre, or funny yee-haw, not funny ha-ha. Visit adventuredepartment.uk for more information. Adventure Department was written, performed and created by Three's Company. Guests this episode were Marianne Bell, Joanna Bending, Paul Dodds, Rosie Jones, Ashley Kay, Daniel Miller, Joe Selman-Lever, with Alexandra Gilbraith as Madame Van Cleef, Jonathan Slinger as the Man in Black, and Leah Harvey as Leona Sergio. The incredible songs were written and performed by Francis Eva Lee, with assistance from the shoeshine singers, Charlie Carter, Siobhan Harrison, Andrew Langtree, Sarah Middleton, me and Francis. It was edited and mixed by Yaz and the awesome Chris Charland and I did this episode's artwork. Special thanks to James Percival, Tom Griffiths and everyone at Space City. Full credits, transcripts, music listings and more in the show notes or at adventuredepartment.uk. We're just at the start of our second series, but you can catch up with all the other episodes at the website wherever you get your podcasts, and please do subscribe so you don't miss anything. And we'd love you to recommend us to your mates so that we can all be mates together, but also please do recommend the podcast too, not not just us. 
On Twitter, we're at Threes Company, Threes Company UK on Instagram and threads. And Facebook, we are Threes Co. And the website, once again, is adventuredepartment.uk. Threes Company are Yaz Al Shatter. T- oh, come on, not now. Oh, great, it's Three's Company from the future. Really, guys, this is not the best time. Where are we? You're interrupting the credits for the Western adventure. Oh, bugger, I must have hit the wrong button. Hi, Pass Michael. Please, can you just go away? I'm trying to do this in one take. Hey, this is perfect. It absolutely is not. Hi, Series 2, Michael. Yeah, yeah, hello, future Yaz. Listen, this is extremely inconvenient. The credits are supposed to only last one minute. We need you to go back to Season 1 and get us a kettle. A kettle? Don't be ridiculous! I'm in the middle We wouldn't ask unless it was important. The fate of the world depends on it. For God's sake! All right! Give me the time travel device! <laughs> told you. All right, here's your fiver. Hmm, the credits. I wonder if anyone ever listens to these. I don't. Here's your kettle! What do you need it for? It will all make sense in the future. Right, let's go. This time travel stuff better be leading somewhere. Don't worry. It is. Utterly ridiculous. Right, okay, where were we? Um, uh, yeah, Three's Company, Yazel Shatter, Tom Crawshaw and me, Michael Grady Hall. Future us are really annoying. Sorry about that, folks. Bye. Stupid bloody time travel. <laughs>